The tenth letter in the Hebrew alphabet is the letter Yud. The phonic of the Yud is like a Y. Depending on the Nakuda, the vowel that we put under or on top of the Yud changes the sound from Ya to Yo to Yi to Ya, etc., etc. The graphic design of the letter Yud is like a flame. This represents the soul of man that soars and yearns ever higher to unite with God. As King Solomon tells us, Kiner Hashem Nishma Sadam, the fire or the candle of God is the soul of man. The graphic design of the Yud also is a dot, alluding to God's indivisibility, that our comprehension of God is simply like a dot compared to God's infinity. The gematria of Yud is ten. Ten represents holiness. When ten people get together, it says the Shekhinah dwells there. Also, when it comes to counting sheep, the tenth sheep becomes holy and sanctified unto God. The number ten represents, Kedusha represents holiness. Furthermore, if you spell out the Yud, Yud Vav Dalit, it spells number 20. Yud is 10, Vav is 6, Dalit is 4. So the letter Yud spelled out equals 20. And this represents the 10 powers of the human soul and the 10 holy spherot of Almighty God. Also, the number 20 can represent two Jews together. There's a story told of the Chayza of Lublin. When he was young, he studied in yeshiva, and his Rebbe told him, you should know, whenever you see two dots together, that is a soif pasuk, that is the end of a passage. Now we also know that two dots together spell out the name of God. So he came home, and... His father began to review the Chumash, the teachings of the Torah, and every time he got to the name of God, which has two Yuds, he began to say, or the opposite rather, every time he got to the end of the Pasuk, when he got to the end of the Pasuk that had two dots, he would say God's name. Now it's interesting, why is it that two dots represent God's name? Because there are two basic names of God. There is the Yudke Vavke, Tetragrammaton that starts with a yud, and there is Shem Adnai that ends with a yud. So these two yuds together in the Chumash or in the Siddur represent the combination of both of these names of God together. So every time he saw the Soif Pasuk, the end of the passage that had two dots, one on top of the other, he would say God's name. His father said, Why are you saying God's name? So my Rebbe taught me, anytime I see two dots together, or two yuds together, is God's name. 
So his father gave him the following explanation. He said like this. A Yud is a Yid, a Jew. If one Yid stands next to another Yid, side by side, that one person respects the other, one person considers himself to be an equal, God says, I want to dwell amongst those people. Therefore, we have the name of God. But if one Yid, one person thinks he's better than the other person, has a right to step on the other person's head, and he makes himself bigger and pushes down the other person lower, this is the soif pasuk. This is the end of a passage. This represents a severing and a separation between man and God. So the Yud, spelled out, equals 20. Two Yidin, two Jews, two people, standing side by side, respecting and caring for one another. This represents the name of God. What is the meaning, the meaning of the letter Yud? The meaning of the letter Yud is Ayid, a Jew. Also, the meaning of Yud is also Yad, the hand of God, Yad Hashem. Furthermore, the name of God starts with a Yud, the Yud Kevavke, the Tetragrammaton. And the name of the Jewish people begins with Yud. Yaakov, the children of Jacob, or B'nai Israel, the children of Israel, and Yehudi, Jews, begin with the letter Yud. Now, why are we called Jews, Yehudim? Now, Jacob, who was the third of the forefathers, of the patriarchs, gave birth to 12 sons, 12 tribes, and they were called B'nai Yaakov, the children of Jacob. Or they were called B'nai Yisrael, because Jacob had a second name. So generally Jews were called Israelites, the land of Israel. So why then and how did we acquire the name Jew? And I believe the answer is found in the Megillah. The Megillah of Esther says that there was a person by the name of Mordechai, Ish Yehudi, he was a man, a Jew. It's the first time we find that someone is called by the name Yehudi in the Bible. And why is he called Yehudi? The Gemara and the Tractate of Megillah asks, really, he should have been called Yemini because he came from the tribe of Binyamin. Not Yehudi, which would allude to the tribe of Judah, Yehuda. So why is he called Ish Yehudi? So says the Gemara that any person that denies idolatry and acknowledges God is called Yehudi. But the question is, why Yehudi? What does Yehudi mean? The Alter Rebbe in Lekut Teir explains that the word Yehudi is from the word Hod. Hod means to praise. A person that praises God is called Yehudi. But why Yehudi? He should be called only Hod. So the Alter Rebbe explains that grammatically, when you put the letter Yud before a word, it means constant, it means continuous. So Yehudi means someone who is constantly giving praise to God. How do we constantly give praise to God? We sleep, we do business, but we have a neshama. The neshama flickers. 
that flickering of the neshama is the constant praise and yearning that the soul has 24 hours a day. Always, at all times, the soul of every yid, the soul of every Jew, if he knows it or not, if he's awake or asleep, spiritually or physically, that neshama is alive in him. And that soul is constantly praising Almighty God. And this shines some light upon the fact that in 1937, Hitler, may his name be erased, made every Jewish man in Germany take upon themselves the name Yisrael, and every woman take upon herself the name Sarah. And I wondered, why is it that the men took the name Yisrael, who is the third of the patriarchs, and the women assumed the name Sarah, which is the first of the matriarchs. Now, obviously he knew the Jewish history, because he chose Jewish names. So if he gave the women Sarah, he should give the men Avraham. If he gave the name Yisrael to the men, then the women should have the name either Rachel or Leah. But there's a concept in the Talmud, which means he prophesied, but he had no idea what he was prophesying. And that is what he was saying is that in essence, every Jew is Israel, and every Jewess is Sarah. Yisrael and Sarah are synonymous. They both represent Sar. Sar means a minister, a prince and princess. What he was saying was that every Jew is a prince of God, Sarkel, and every woman is Sarah, Sarhe, also a princess of God. And therefore, no matter what I do or try to do to the Jewish people, I will never, ever be able to destroy them. Which also gives us additional insight to the fact that he made them wear yellow, yellow um, bands that sit on the word Judah, which means Yehudi. Now, we know who we are. Why is he right, the word Judah, Yehudi? Because we know when a person is sick, we give them an additional name. And that name gives the soul additional force to the body. And therefore, because the Jews were going into exile, we needed additional power. We needed additional energy. We needed additional blessing. So he tells the Jews, take upon yourself Yisrael and Sarah. And then finally, all the Jews take upon yourself the name Judah, Yehuda. Because by doing so, he brought out the Jewish spark. He made the spark into a flame. And he fanned this, this neshama, this soul, to be able to overcome all difficulties of the Holocaust. And so, on one hand, he tried to extinguish the Jewish people. But in reality, he was distinguishing the Jewish people. And that is the concept of Yehudi, the concept of a Jew, that one who was constantly praising God. And therefore, when you look at the letter Yud, remind yourself of this energy. Remind yourself of God. Remind yourself of the connection with your fellow Jew. And remind yourself that you have the ability to transform darkness into light.